Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Nomad Strength Show. I'm Ross Hillier, your host. Today we've got a solo pod, so we're doing uh, an Ask Me Anything edition of the show. We haven't done an Ask Me Anything for a long time; uh, been a few months actually, I think. But we're doing. Uh, I put up a question box on Instagram uh, to gather some questions that you guys on Instagram, anyways, wanted to have me go over, have me answer. So that's what we're going to do for the things today. Got some good ones, got a couple silly ones, but. Uh, that's what we're hitting today. So before we get into that, you already know what I'm going to say. If you haven't done so already, please go follow or subscribe, whatever the button is on whatever platform you listen to. I'm not sure what it is anymore, depending on what platform it is. But if it's follow, if it's subscribe, hit that button. If you're listening, uh, it helps the show get seen by more people when they search for health and fitness podcasts or anything in that realm. So uh, if you wouldn't mind doing that, that would be great. If you also feel so inclined, drop a five-star review. Just another way to help boost the show getting found by more people. And that's been happening a lot lately. So thank you to all of those who have done so already. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the Ask Me Anything. So I, I'm going back and forth on how I want to start this. If I want to start with just the silly ones uh, or just kind of pepper them in as we're going. So let's start with... Let's start with a... I'm scrolling here through the questions that I got. Uh, ooh, this is a good one. I got a friend that finally joined a jiu-jitsu academy, wanted to know what my favorite guard was and why. Uh, so this is an interesting one because I am still relatively new to this. So I don't know if I have like a favorite of things, but I'm, it's just because I'm learning so much right now. There's... I'm just intaking so much information. Like I definitely have a couple of positions that I've found to be more comfortable and I feel more confident in. Uh, but as far as guard, guard goes, uh, 
the school that I go to is is pretty heavy on deep half. So that is what I spend a lot of time working on. And that's what they spend a lot of time teaching. And we, we do a lot of things from deep half. So we spend a lot of time there. And, and honestly, that's not one that is super comfortable for me yet. But it's one that I've been working on a ton lately. Uh, some sweeps from there and getting into and being comfortable being in deep half have been something that I've been working on a lot lately. So uh, I don't have much else to say on that because it's something that it's what I'm working on right now. So this this answer might change uh, in like a week if you were to ask me in a week. But that's where it is right now as far as what my favorite guard play is uh, just because I've been doing so much of it lately. It's getting more comfortable. I'm feeling more confident in it. But uh, that is what I would consider my favorite right now. And that's just because it's kind of prisoner of the moment type of thing. And that's what I've been doing. Uh, that's what I've been doing the most of. So that is that. Let's move on to the next one. Quick answer on that one. Uh, this one might take the entire time for me to answer. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's a silly one though. Uh, who would win? Grizzly bear or silverback gorilla? This is like, this is, this is like one of the questions that will last until the end of time. And I might be, I might be, jaded's not the right word. I might be persuaded by the area of where I live. I would tend to think grizzly bear uh, just because of how when they turn the switch and want to get violent and, and get after you, man, they are beasts of a whole other order, if you know what I'm saying. And they're huge. I mean, there's, I mean, you, those things stand up seven plus feet tall on their hind legs. Uh, you got to give a little bit of credit to the gorilla opposable thumbs lot. I mean, we could have some gorilla jujitsu going on. Uh, and I don't know how much a bear would be able to do against that, but if we're going raw power, I got to go with, I'm, I'm going to go with grizzly bear or, or even if we go farther north, uh, a brown bear from Alaska or some of those islands around Alaska. What the, uh, oh, what's the one that Ranella, the, the crazy story that Stephen Ranella told when they got brushed by an Alaskan, a Fognac Island, that's where they were. And, uh, they got this crazy story about getting rushed by a Alaskan brown bear. And, and he was mentioning that, those brown bear that live on that island, it's an interesting, interesting thing because the island is like the, the exact amount of distance away from the mainland that it's too far for anything to swim that far. And so the, the genealogy of the bears that live on the island are the same ones that have been there for like thousands and thousands of years. So there's like no cross breeding of anything from mainland bears. So they're just like genetic pure freaks of nature, essentially. And so I would, if, if if we're talking about one of them, I would definitely give the edge to the bear just because I know that they're monstrous, strong, powerful, you know, just beasts uh, and they can switch it on. But, you know, gorillas with the thumbs. The thumbs is the only, is what it's pulling me towards the gorilla. Just being able to grab and like throw around and that kind of stuff, man. This is a tough question. I'm glad we're having the important conversations during this time in our life. And this is one of them. Uh, I'm going to go with the bear. 
that's going to be my final answer because I get I harp on people for not playing the game when questions get posed and trying to find a way out of an answer. So I'm not going to do that right now. And I'm going to play the game how it was meant to be played and give an answer and stick by it. So I'm going with bear. That's the answer. Thank you, George, for the question, uh, because he asked it and he's a buddy of mine. Let's move on. Sticking with the wildlife for the most part. Totally different capacity, though. Uh, this one is, if you could only hunt a single animal species for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Hmm. We talked a little bit about this with Austin Leg when he was on the show a couple of weeks ago. And we had the debate on which is more difficult between mule deer and elk. And he is firm in the camp of mule deer being the harder hunt. Uh, and I gotta, I gotta say, I he made a compelling case, and I would agree with him. So for that, for that reason alone, I think I would say mule deer, not necessarily because of, like, I'm not picking one that I'm going to be super successful at for a long time, but more on the what's the most fun, adventurous type hunt. I would have to say mule deer. Man, that's a tough one, though. Because there's a lot of things I haven't hunted. So there's like, you know, I, I can't answer this from a lot of ways because this might change if I were... Because I've never been antelope hunting, which I've heard is a blast. Um, so if I had gone, then that might be my answer. But I don't know. I would say based on the based on the terrain, based on, you know, the lack of success actually pulls me towards it a little bit more just because it keeps you a little bit on edge and it keeps you a little on your toes and it keeps you wanting to go back for more. I think I'm going to give the edge to the mule deer on this one as well. Yeah, this is, see, you guys are just like, you're asking some thought provoking questions. Again, the real conversations we need to be having in the world right now. I'm glad we're doing this. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go mule deer. I'm, I'm picking, I'm going again. I'm picking it. That's what it's going to be. I'm picking, I'm picking mule deer for the adventure part of it. Uh, it's, you know, I can hunt them anywhere close to where I live, which is another bonus. If I was going to go the exotic route or like do something where I would, because I'm hunting this only thing for the rest of my life. So it's got to be something that's feasible for me to do so. I can't like take a trip, you know, across the country or like to another continent all the time. If this is the only thing I'm hunting, it's got to be something that I can, I can hunt frequently. So that's given another tick into the mule deer box, man. I'm going to, yep. Sticking with mule deer. I'm 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 trying to not waver and waffle back and forth on this, so I'm just going to pick one and stick with it again. It's going with mule deer, and that's going to be that. So let's move on to the next question. I'm scrolling. Let's see what we got here. Okay, here's here's a little change of pace, and there's actually two questions in a row that are scripture related. So I'll do those back to back. And actually, this is kind of where I'll close with these ones today. Uh, so this one came from a, a coaching client named Corey. Favorite verse or passage from scripture and why? And man, that's, I mean, you, you guys are asking me like favorites, like it's picking your favorite child. Like I don't, some of these are ridiculously difficult to pick one of, which, you know, it's coming around to bite me in the butt that I am so harp on these games when I play them with people and I make people commit to answers just for the sake of the game. Uh, and so I understand that you guys want me to pick one. And I have a couple 
Because the thing is with this one, it's another one of the prisoner of the moment kinds of answers because it's what I'm reading or have been reading as recently. There are several that I come back to, I would say, more than others. Uh, And so I'll give one from that realm of the answer. But man, you guys, and I'm scrolling to find it right now because I did a little bit of lack of preparation as far as getting this ready because I didn't honestly know what I was going to say until I started recording. Uh, But the one that I actually posted it uh, yesterday on Instagram and it was from... So it was from 2 Timothy uh, because that's what I've been reading a lot of lately. Uh, 2 Timothy 1.7 is the verse. And this is one that I've just been reading a ton lately. So this is why I'm giving this answer. I have a hundred favorites, first of all. So again, this is kind of like, again, I made the examples, picking your favorite child. But this is the one I'm going to go with for the sake of this today, because it's been one that I've come back to several times in the last handful of weeks. Uh, Second Timothy verse chapter one, verse seven, for God has not given us spirit of timidity, but of power and love and discipline. It's a short one. It's a, I mean, pretty concise and powerful one. That is one that I've been coming back to multiple times over the last couple of weeks. And that's why I'm going to pick that for this one. I think, I mean, there's not a lot of exegesis I could necessarily, I mean, I could, but as far as going into the why, I think just the simplicity of this one with the type of work that I do, you know, working with men on strength and health and mindset and all of this stuff and in working on it with myself also this is one that I just I, I always come back to this one and I have for the last handful of months now so my current favorite is how I'll say this uh, is we'll go with second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 I'll read it again for God has not given us a spirit of timidity but of power and love and discipline so interpret that how you will because that's you know, it's going to mean something different to everybody. But that's what my, my favorite is right now. And then the second uh, question as far as the scripture based stuff goes, came, let me pull it up. It was also related to that in the sense of the and I get this question a lot, because when I post the pictures of the my coffee and whatever passage I'm reading that day, I get this question so much. So this is the one that I'm going to close with, uh, just because I get it all the time. So that I'll, I'll devote a little bit more time to this one. Uh, do you follow a specific devotional? Or do you just open up and read your Bible? So seasonally, I, you know, actually, let me back up. It's another thing where it changes depending on what time of the year it is. And I say that meaning just what I'm what I'm reading is sometimes devotion based. Um, I have several that I go back through and through and through again. Currently, I've been going through a study with a good friend of mine going through uh, a systematic theology by John Frame. And so it's I mean, it's like a 1400 page theology textbook. Uh, And so we're just going through it chapter by chapter. And in each chapter, there's supporting uh, scriptures and passages and stuff to, you know, to go along with how he's uh, writing about his theology. And so that is the 
basic, like what I go through every day, just because I'm following along in this theology book is also. And so I'm reading, you know, the, the passages that are outlined in this. So there's a little bit of structure to that because it's, it's ties into the extra reading that I'm doing. And so that's where I start most days. And then anything extra is just like, if I've got some extra time and I'll just keep reading like the surrounding chapters or whatever, uh, around those to gather some more context or just to read, um, and do that. So that's what is currently going on in the past. There are some great, just, you know, and, and they're totally different time, time domains. Cause they they go from three day to a year to a month. There's some great devotional plans in the Bible app. Uh, if you've got it, it's like the, I mean, just the regular Bible app, the one that's got like a billion and a half downloads or something like that. Um, there's some great ones up there. Uh, anything by Canon Press, if you search in the plans, Canon Press has some great plans. Also, if we're talking about um, man or men-centered things, devotionals, uh, there's a there's a company called Wire for Men that has a lot of great devotionals that I've gone through a handful a handful of times. Um, but you can search and find them for any topic, any uh, passage, any time, you know, domain, if you want a seven day one or whatever, there's so many that are available there that can, I mean, exactly what you're looking for can help out. So search the plans if you need just some like structure to it, because that's how I am. I like need to follow a plan. It's, it's hard for me to just like open up sometimes open, open up the, open up the book and just start reading. Uh, and so it's helpful to at least start with some structure. And then I just kind of, if I want to keep reading or if I've got time to keep reading, I'll just continue on from where the passage and the devotional left off. So there is a little bit of plan to it. Uh, but sometimes I go a little bit off plan or go a little bit extra and that's, and that's how I tend to do most of my reading. Uh, every day. And then, you know, sometimes I've just got extra time and then, then I'll just try and open up and read back, you know, over some favorites and, and, uh, maybe some things that I haven't read for a long time. I mean, there's, there's some rhyme and reason, but then sometimes there's not any at all. So that is the basic outline for how I do all that. So, um, we'll cut it there for the ask me anything today, a little bit of a shorter one, but I got some good ones. I'm glad we got some of the funny and, uh, like I said, important conversations to, done today. Uh, so that's going to be the ask me anything today, uh, because of the timing of when this episode is going to drop, we have some news that I'm going to close with. So this is going to drop on Thursday, tomorrow, Friday, uh, August, I believe it's the 20th. I'm so backwards with my actual dates. Uh, yes, so Friday, August 20th is going to be the opening and the launch of the Nomad Tribe site. And that is going to be a membership site for men. It's the larger project that I've been working on for the last like four or five months. I've talked about it a couple of times on some other podcasts. Uh, I actually did like a whole breakdown of what it's going to look like. So I'm not going to do that now. I can't remember how many episodes ago that was. Um, but it's called like huge announcement or big announcement or something like that. So if you want to know all the details about it, you can go back and listen to that one or you can just message me on Instagram. But that's opening up tomorrow. Uh, I'm really pumped about this. It's going to be awesome. We've already got a ton of great content. The library in there as far as articles and videos and stuff is growing already. I'm backlogging a ton of stuff. I'm basically moving all the content I've ever done over into this thing. So it's all going to be in-house in this one platform. Uh, it's essentially a Facebook group on massive amounts of steroids. 
And it's just going to be a blast. So it's a, a men's only membership site we're going to run. And it's low cost, going to be easy for uh, a lot of great content. I'm going to have some programs available uh, that I've written that are going to be available for the guys in there at like massive, uh, massive discounts compared to what they usually are. We're going to do calls. We're going to do coaching calls. Ask me anything, you know, within just the, the group alone. Uh, I'm going to have some guest interviews. We're going to have some guest articles contributed to the site also. So there's tons of stuff that is going to go on in there and I'm really pumped about it. So uh, that's opening up tomorrow, August 20th. I'll have the links and everything posted uh, on my Instagram. You can also go to nomad-strength.com and you'll find where it is there. Uh, But that is going to close out the Ask Me Anything solo pod for today. I'm looking forward to chatting with you guys next week. We've got some good, good guest interviews coming up. I'm really excited about. So catch the next one on Monday. Have a great weekend and I'll talk to you guys later.